From where do we learn that a ship, she tahura, that it is uh, tahura, it's not makabal tumah. How do you know a ship is not makabal tumah? Shenem says, derech aniyo belev yom. The way of aniyo is that she has a, a ship. Belev yom in the heart of the sea. And as we'll see in the Gemara, in fact, let's just go straight into the Gemara. The Gemara explains that drosha now. So the Gemara Pshita, it's obvious, Ani Obedev Yomhu, that, uh, he, that the ship goes in the heart of the sea. Where else does the ship go? That's what it's made for. So, he said, so what's it coming to tell us? Rather, rather, it's coming to teach us Kayom, that the ship is like the sea. Ma Yom Tahor, just as the sea is obviously, is not Makabal Tumah. On the contrary, the sea is, uh, if a person goes in the right place in the sea at least, it's definitely, it's obviously, it's, um, it's Metahir. So it's definitely not Makabal Tumah. It's Af Safina, Tahira. So too the Safina is Tahira, so too the ship is, uh, is Tahira. Um, as it happens, just as a complete aside, something w- well worth thinking about, looking at, is the, is the Gon at the beginning of, uh, of Sefer Yonah, where he, he says that, obviously the whole Sefer Yonah is about, uh, you know, in the water with a, with a fish, etc., etc. And he writes that he brings, he says that the, the uh, ship, is an, is an analogy to the, uh, in the story there, is an, an analogy to the guf of a person. The sea is Elam Azer, with all the storms and the ups and downs, you've got calm times, you've got more difficult times, etc. So the, the ship is the guf, and the seder, that's the neshama. The neshama is what directs the ship, or should direct the ship, navigates, and the dry land is the, is obviously, is the, uh, is the destination, that's Elam Azer. Right, that's what we're that's what we're aiming for. So according to this, you've got the Aniyah Belevyom. Yeah, the Aniyah Belevyom refers to the ship which has been thrown into the heart of, of Elam Azer. Yeah, and uh, the idea is that hopefully it should stay in a, in a state of Tahara as it starts off. So too, that's the etc. etc. As I said, like you can play around with 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 the idea, but that's it's, it's, uh, that's how the Gon understands all of Sefer Yonah. He only gives you the beginnings of it, and then it's up to you to continue on from there. He explains what the, what the fish is. Obviously, there's more to it than, than we've mentioned. So the Gemara says, Tanya has been taught in a b'risa. Hananya Omech, Hananya says, Nilmada Misak. Let's learn it from Sak. Literally from Sak, and in other words, the goat's hair, what they used to make uh, Sak from. Ma Sak, Mitalta Mori Just as what it's really referring to is like this, because the, there's, there's a posuk, which, um, in terms of Tuman Taharo, which refers to the, um, it refers to various materials there, and one of them is, is Sak, is Sak, you've probably got the posuk in there in front of you, I don't think we've got it here, but uh, it's a uh, posuk, it says uh, eight, it says Isak, uh, eight, uh, eight, no, they won't be on the side of the Gemara there, right? They don't bring it in, they must bring it there. It's, uh, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find it in the, the Pesukim of, of Tumatara there. And so it says, um, eat so suck, etc., etc. there, right? It's got it in English, it doesn't seem huh? It's got it in English. So the first reason we put the is whether it is a wooden utensil or a cloth or a hide or a sack. That's, right. That's equating through Hekash, a wooden utensil. So you've got eight, so, etc., and you've got it, uh, 
So those materials which are mentioned in that posuk, we learn potentially from one to the other in terms of Tumataru. Now a sack, a sack by definition, is something which is a kli, and it can be moved both full and empty. That's the point of it. You can fit it up and carry things in it. If it's too big to be able to carry when it's, uh, when it's full, well, that defeats the purpose of the sack. So we darshan at this. Nimodom is sack. We can learn it from sack. Ma sack mitaltel mori barekon. Just as a sack is something which can be moved both full and empty, and therefore, I'm going to say therefore, but that is um, the qualities of this sack, which is makabal tumor. So too, all the materials mentioned in that posuk, in order to be makabal tumor, it's got to be that it is movable, both mole bereikon. Right? La'afuke svino, to exclude the ship, de'ino metalteles mole bereikon, which can't be moved both empty, uh, full and empty. Maybe it can be moved empty, because we're not talking about one of these uh, cruise liners here, okay, as we'll see, but once it's filled with all their merchandise and things that they fill up with, you definitely won't be able to move it, and therefore it's not makabal tumma. So the Gemara asks, my uh, benai, what's the difference between these two, two uh, droshes? According to the Mishnah, you learn it from the Posik According to Hananya, you learn it from this Posik in the Torah, when you compare it to Sak. What would be the practical nafkamina between the two? So the Gemara says, the difference between them would be Sfino Shel Cheres. A sphere made of earthenware. Now, whenever you see these things, you think today, like, who would make a ship of earthenware, right? They talk about it being made of wood. Wood once upon a time, that you do see. You see the old, the old ships. But earthenware, you think, would be a disaster if it, the minute it hits anything, it would uh, break. No, but they did. That's clear, they did. They've got Gomorrahs and Gitter. Well, well, they actually made ships of earthenware. Yeah. The Gomorrahs talk about I it here. The Gomorrahs no, talk about it here. The, the, the Gomorrah, like very often it does, uses extreme, so it's using an extreme here to say there's that a there, is a, there, is a, there is a possibility, there is a possibility, uh, an instance, but it's, it's such an You're extreme. You're saying it's, not, it's, it's a theoretical, as I said, Gomorrah and Gittin discuss this as well, this, this uh, thing of, of uh, made of wood, and these are the two materials it discusses. Yeah, you, in theory, you could be right. But Sfino Shel Kheres, so the difference would be a Sfino made of, of uh, earthenware. Manda Omar, according to the one who says, Ani the reason why the ship is not Makabal Tumor is because of this post it's compared to the sea. So, But this ship, doesn't matter what it's made of, where does it go? It goes in the sea. So in which case, well, there you go. It's like the sea. If the sea is not Makabal Tumor, so to the ship. doesn't matter what it's made of, it won't be Makabal Tumor. Whereas the Manda Omar Kesak, according to Hananya, according to the one who learns it from Sak, it's only those which are written in that posuk together with a Sak, then we say, that if they are movable, both full and empty, in, then the Makabal Tumor, but if they're not movable once they're filled, then lo, they're not Makabal Tumor. When it comes to a ship made of earthenware, even though it's not movable, both full and empty, it will still be Makabal Tumor, because it's not, you don't find in that posuk, right? A eight, a, 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 etc., and ends up with you've got a sack there. It mentions ur, leather. It does mention wood, right? But it doesn't mention their cheres. So cheres does not fall under that. Doesn't have to have the properties of sack. And therefore, even though it's too big to be moved when it's filled, doesn't make a difference. It still is makabel tumor. 
That would be the Nafkamina. That's Nafkamina number one. Again, according to the Mishnah, who learns it from Derech Aniyah Vedeviyah, any ship, doesn't matter what it's made of, it's not going to be Mechabal Tum. So Gezeri Sakotsu. According to the other Manon, it's also Gezeri Sakotsu, but then it will depend on what it's made of. Right? In other words, according to the first Gezeri Sakotsu, it's a din in a ship. doesn't matter, and it's Dafka a ship, not other Kalim, Dafka a ship, Derech Aniyah Vedeviyah. On the other hand, it doesn't matter what it's made of. According to Hananya, it's not a din in a ship. It's a din in the material. So it depends on what it's made of. It could be a ship, it could be some, some other thing. What difference is made whether it's full or not? Whether no, we're saying it's got to be, the definition of a kli is something which can be moved. Not just when it's empty. If it's already too big, that when you fill it up, you can't move it, then already it loses the shame kli. In which case, it's not makabal tumma. We'll no, see, there, there will be a little bit more to it. It doesn't necessarily rule it out. Where would be anyway? Even though it's not metal teres malibarekon, because that, the, that uh, posuk doesn't mention cheres in it. So, yeah? Right. So essentially we can sum it up, is it a din in the ship, or is it a din in the material? That's essentially what we're saying. I would saying. say that a ship that's empty, which can be moved somewhere? No, 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 no. That, that won't make a difference. It's got to be, it doesn't matter whether it's empty right now. So why does it mention that at all? Because it's been Huh? You could just say mole, couldn't you? No, why does it say mole for Why doesn't it just say... You're right, but the, why does it just say the material is the important thing? Why mention yeah. whether it's full or empty? No, 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 that's the Gezeira Sakos. You find it all over the place. From Sak, we learn... That it's full or empty. You know, it's, no, it's got that. to be that it can be moved no matter how full... From empty to full. It doesn't matter at, at which stage it is. Yes. Otherwise, it doesn't have a shame clear and it's not Makabal Tumor. That's the Gezeira Sakos. But it will only apply... To the materials mentioned Can we establish that's the case with ships generally? They can't really be moved. We'll see. Not all ships as happens. But yeah, potentially. Let's, let's say the ship's so right now. full and empty doesn't really apply because well, it no, can't it, be moved. No, it could, it could be. If it's empty, it can be moved. We're not, it could be more like a canoe. Is it? You'll see the ships are not all as big as you. Uh, they're not cruise liners. We're not talking about ships. Definitely, definitely, you know. well, you're talking you about be, canoes, you mean? Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Or kayaks which you can carry in your shoulders. Or even slightly bigger, you can drag them down the, you know, with the rope, you can drag them down the, down the sand mm. into the water. We're also going to see with, with ships which are moved by, by uh, effectively on wheels and things like that, uh, that, that could have the dinner of movable. We'll see as, as we go, right? Inami or, here's Nafkamina number two, Sfinas Hayarde, a ship which is made to go in the Yarde. Now, the point being, it's not that big. If it's going in the Yarde, the River Jordan, it's not that big. It's not definitely not a cruise liner. So, Lamanda he. According to the one who says it's a din in a ship, well, this as well. This is also a ship. Right? Are you going to say, but the Yardin is not the Yam? No, she says Yam doesn't mean Dafka, the, an ocean. Yam can include the Yardin as well. So, therefore, once again, it's not the Kabotumah. Whereas Lamanda Omamita Teles Molivirekon, according to the one who says it's to do with whether it can be moved, this ship, it's probably in English we'd call it more like a boat or something like that, we don't use the word ship anymore, it's not that big, and it can be moved both when it's empty and when it's full. And therefore, it will be Makabal Okay, those are the two Nafkaminas. If you look at Tosvus, Tosvus, um, in fact, I've, I've, I've stopped in the middle, let me, let, me, let me just go a little bit further. Yeah, before we see any tests or any questions. Because Rabbi Hanino ben Akavya said, What's the reason for them saying, that the Sfina Sayyadin is Makabal Tumah? The reason is because they load it up on dry land, they load it up with all the wares, and then they take it down into the water. In other words, it's not that big, 
and it doesn't become that heavy to the extent that you can't move it when it's when it's full, and therefore it will be makabel tumah. But only if you go with this reason of Hananya that it's a din in the kli. If you go with the din in the Mishnah, it doesn't matter. It's a din in a ship. A ship is not makabel tumah. Anything which qualifies as a ship, it goes in water. Whether it's the ocean, whether it's in the yard, it doesn't make a difference. It won't be makabel tumah. goes according to Hananya. Yeah, correct. Well, that statement, that, that statement is something. It's not a Mishnah. It's a member, right? Yeah. Mishnah. Which which Mishnah? It says it says why did the, the sages state the Mishnah about to the Jordan susceptible? Yes, yeah, it's going on a Mishnah. Correct. We blame our Omru. The Mishnah and Tractate. The truth. The truth. Huh? Well, the Mishnah and Tractate in Canaan. Yeah, go find it then. Right. <laughs> we'll come to that in a second. Okay. Um, you're, he, he's going on a Mishnah with the question of where is that Mishnah? Well, we'll come to Bezaz Hashem in a second, yeah? So are you going to ask? Well, I think you answered it. Did we conclude that, that according to Hanana, yeah, a, a, a vessel that, call it a vessel because it isn't really a boat, that can go in the Yardane is susceptible to Tumor? Yes. Whereas that same vessel, if it went into the sea... No, 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 no. According to Hanana? Yeah. No, it doesn't matter where it's going. It's the size. We're it's saying the ones which are made for the island. It's yeah, the bezel. correct. Oh, fine. So it doesn't matter where it's going. It will be correct. even in the sea. Correct. Whereas, whereas um, the Rabbonin are saying no, that that um, a ship that goes into the sea isn't correct. And 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 sea again is not the best word to use here. Correct. It means in the waters, including the island. So, including the so it's. In other words, you can sum it up like this. According to the, the Rabban and the Mishnah, in other words, it makes no difference what it's made of. It doesn't matter how big it is. Anything which qualifies as a, what do they call a Sfina, is not Makabal Tumah. It doesn't matter what it's made of. It's a din in the Sfina. Anything which goes in water, I don't mean in the bathtub, I mean a proper right water, that is not Makabal Tumah. That's just the Gzirafakosu. Whereas according to the other Shitta, no, it's more a din in a Kli. It's like Afka, a ship. Therefore, we are concerned what it's made of, because it's got to be made of a material which is learned from Sarkis, and then we want to know the size of it. If it's small, then even if it's not made of cheres, it's made of one of those four materials mentioned in that apostle, I mean, we're obviously sucked out of it, but let's say uh, wood, if it's small enough to be considered a kli, it can be moved, then it will be, it will be become to There's nothing special about ships, according to that. Yeah? Now, if you look at this taste, with Dubai Masakon, the cheres of any size. Cheres is any size, correct. Because it's a din, it's not a din in a ship. Yeah. Now, yeah, correct. Now, if you look at Tosfos, this is just for the point of uh, of uh, of Yedias here. Number then on the says Tosfos, the Svina, right? This is the penultimate Tosfos, the Svina enum yuchedes lemedras. Tosfos has has a problem here, and that is the old saying: we should learn it from from sack, right? And therefore, it's got to be something which can be moved both full and empty. But the, there's one of the tumas is called Tumas Medrus. Mm-hmm. Right? Thomas Mendes, we've learned plenty about it now, right? That's where Azov, Azov, something which is Miyucha the Kach, is made for sitting on, lying on, and Azov, Azov, Nidra, one of these people, sits on it, even if they don't touch it, it becomes an Avatum. Right? Now, that, for that, there's nothing to be suck or anything like that, it doesn't have to fulfill the requirements. So, in which case, the ship surely should be Makabal Thomas Medrus. Now, there's something else, by the way, you should know as well, there's a toast earlier, anything which is Makabal Thomas Medrus automatically is Makabal Thomas Mace as well. That's just a dip. Okay, so Tosis has a little bit of a problem there, and that is, but but would I would have thought... Sh- Tumas Medrus if there was a Zov on board? No, it's Makabal Tumas Medrus, whether there's a Zov or Zov there or not. 
Mekabal means it's oh, not a potential see, to. See, see, yeah? yeah? See, see, see. It would actually become to Tomei Medrus if there was a love on board. Quite, yeah, that's... So, according to the Havon we said that it didn't matter if there's no Mekabal Medrus. Well, so Tosis is addressing this question. Correct. Why isn't the ship Mekabal Tomas Medrus? It's made for sitting on, right? Lying on. In which case, it should be Mekabal Tomas Medrus. In which case, why are you learning this from Sat? What's he got to do with that? So Tosu says, The reason is, a ship is not Mechabal Tumas Medrus, because it's not designated for Medrus, for sitting, lying on. Well, true, the whole time you have people sitting on the deck there. Nevertheless, If you ask them, what are these ships made for, these vessels made for, the, the main point of it, the main point of it is for the merchandise which they're transporting on it. The Omer Bo, and the proof of the pudding is, because the worker, workers will say to somebody sitting on the deck there, they'll say, excuse me, can, uh, can you get up please, we won't need to do our work. You're, you're occupying a spot, we need to put a box there. So you can sit there as long as we've got... It's a ferry. Huh? It's a ferry, just taking people... Again, this, these are the ships we're talking about. It, it, potentially, you're right. In our ships today, it could be different. Because definitely parts of the ships are made for people to sit there. Well, we're talking about the ships of... Yesteryear, when it was made for for uh, transporting. Even ships of yesteryear, when they had vessels to take you from one side of the river to the other. That's not that's not what he's talking about. We're talking I'm about, about, about pragmatics. But I mean, the reason blind touches them. Tosses it's only used for cargo. Yeah, correct. We're talking about cargo ones. So that, that's clear from the whole sugya. You'll see that, that's what we're talking about. Well, the yeah. whole sugya we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cargo ships. Well, that's not the way. It's not what was implied when we started. If you go with Ani of Levi, it probably wouldn't have anything to do with that. Correct. But if you're going with this Sugri of Hanani, it would have everything to do with that, because we now need to know what type of clear we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh, sorry, and they used, they used uh, cargo ships which were, <coughs> which were so brittle they could break. I mean, uh, you know... Uh, I don't, as I said, Kasha and Isa on the, the Kherat, I don't know what they did, but... Uh, yeah, that's why I said it's extreme. Just trying to. Well, no, either that. No, but again, they're not that big. They weren't. They weren't. You've got to remember, we're not talking about uh, I don't know global kosher, which is you know bringing in these uh, to feed the, the whole of uh, Northwest London, right? They, they, they live. They have much smaller things. You can see these ships are obviously not that big to start with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's why in times gone by, when people went out on on ships. It was a very, very dangerous, uh, mm-hmm. dangerous thing. Nowadays, you know, it's Baruch Hashem, things have changed. Yeah, but it's uh, once upon a time going on ships was uh, a fifty-fifty whether they'd come back. Yeah. Because if it was a sfina which is designated for people to sit on and things like that, then one hundred percent we wouldn't be able to learn it from sak. Take a look over there, you'll see Medrus is not, for that, Nukuda, it's not compared to Sak. And if it, whether it's Metal Talis, Monibrekon or not, it would be Makabal Tumas Medrus. It's Makabal Tumas Medrus, automatically be Makabal Tumas Mace as well. I mean, Tosus doesn't say that, but that is, that is the truth. That is the shit of Tosus. However, the Ritzvah, and I said it's more just for the ideas to know this, the Ritzvah gives another terror to this question. He writes, he says, Denihi. It's true, we don't learn Tumas Medros with regards to, um, sorry, 
Yeah. But the Inyan Kibul, Yalfino Minel, Inyan Mitzalta Mode Vereka. What's going on here? Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll read it. There it's four. Mem Dalit explains it, explains it more. He says, Vyesha Tirtsu, Ladas Rash, Ladas Rashizal. We don't learn the din of medras from Sark with regard to this thing of kibble. It's got to be there. It can, uh, you know, uh, hold things in it, etc., etc. But, um, but what we, are, we do learn from it is, And it's got the din of Mechubal so in other words, he's saying that it's true. We don't say, well, you know what, a suck is something which is obviously has a kli kibble. So in which case, to be makabal to us, I just got to have a kli kibble. That we don't learn from it. True. Right? But what we would learn from there is, and the reason for that is because Medrash is not actually mentioned in that parasha. But what we do learn from there is, then if it's not Mital Talmud then it no longer has the din of Teras Kli, and it's Kemechubah Karka. So automatically, Ibutaka will not be Makabal Tumas Medrus. The Ritfah of Taka ends off there, but he's a Mechubah. He disagrees with that, Pshat. On Memdalit, he mentions this. He says the same sort of thing again here. This is clear over there, so I just quoted it from there. Again, Tosus learns, it doesn't mention Medrus in, the, in that posseg about Sak, Right? And then when it comes to, to something which is Miyuchad and Medrus, is Miyuchad Bibut Sitolayom, it's not subject to all the parameters of that possum. And therefore, even if it's not Mithal Termod, even if it's a nice big thing, it'll still be Makabal Tumas Medrus. If it's Makabal Tumas Medrus, it'll be Makabal Tumas Mates. Right? So if this ship was Taka, made, it was Miyuchad and Medrus, then 100%, forget you could scrap everything we've said in the name of Hananya, it would be Makabal Tumas. The Ritva says, not true. It's true that I'm not going to turn around to you and say, ah, it's been Makabal Tumas Medrash, you've got, you got something made of wood. No, it's not Makabal Tumas Medrash. You know why you've got a deck chair made of wood? It's not Makabal Tumas Medrash. You know why? Because it doesn't have a clean kibble to it. It's just a flat thing. In which case, it's not Makabal Tumas Medrash. That we won't say, because it doesn't mention Medrash in that fossil. But one thing we do learn from that, and that is, because this has got nothing to do intrinsically with Medrash, is we say something which is so big, Made of woods, or sack, or, or ur, or whatever. What's the last one mentioned there? There's one more there. Um, right? Of these four materials, it's... Cloth. So, huh? Cloth. Cloth, right. Why? So, beged. Beged, beged, ur. Right? That's what it says there. Beged, ur, etc. So, if it's so big that it can't be moved, right? Then it's not just sharp. Well, it's not the cabal That's not the vault. The vault is if it's already so big that it can't be moved once it's filled... Well, then it's not a kli. A kli, by definition, is pshat that you can fill it and move it. If you can't move it, it doesn't have a shame kli. The Ritzvah says, and if it's not a kli, so what is it? This is a bit of a jump, you could say, but it's like something which is mukhobelakarka. Something which is mukhobelakarka doesn't have to need to matara. So automatically, measures won't apply. Yeah? So, therefore, Tosis essentially bypasses this problem of Tosis. If the ship is so big that it can't be moved, matal tamale barekon, so what did Tosus ask? Okay, fine. But if it's if it's Miyoko the Medrus, then in which case it's got nothing to do with this passing. It should be Mikabal Tumas Medrus and automatically Tumas Mace. Mm-hmm. So Tosus says, you're right. If it was made of that, you're right. You're absolutely right. But it's not made for that. We're talking about the more cargo ship. Fine. The Ritzvah says, 
No, you're right and you're wrong. You're right that this fossil doesn't talk about Tomas Medrus, and therefore, something which is big enough that it can be moved, but it doesn't have a Kli Kibble, I won't say, oh, it doesn't have a Kli Kibble, so it's not like Sark, in which case it's not, it's not Bacabra Tomas Medrus. That I wouldn't say. But the Yasoi that I can take out of there is, that if it's so big that it can't be moved, then it's no longer, it's not a Kli, it's like Karka. If it's like Karka, it's not subject to any Tumor, including Tomas Medrus. So if, in practice, therefore, it comes out, this ship was so big that it can't be moved from Metal to Malibarekon, so even though, yes, it's Miyukhana Medras, it's not, I won't say, oh, but it doesn't, you know, it's a Gazera Sarkosla, it's not Makabal Tumor, it's just by, by learning out the assertion of that posture, it's not going to be shy to any Tumor, because it's so big, it's not a Kli, if it's not a Kli, what is it? It's like Karka. If it's like Karka, it's not Makabal Tumas, any Tumor for that matter. Right? So as I said, it's more a Yasoid in when we say it's so big it can't be moved, you mean if it were on water it could move? Oh, oh, that's, that that's, that's the next day. Oh, obviously, I mean, if it can't move in the water, there's no point to this. Yeah, look, no, look, no, I, look at the next day. Yeah, look, 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 look. anchored on, on land and can't move. And, uh, if you no, can't it means take off the anchor. It, take off the anchor. Would you be able to put it down down the you know from the if, if it was already on dry land? Could you put it? You wouldn't be able to. Look at the next tosis. Tosus says, So Because what's happening is, it's just, it's floating and it's the water which is moving. It's not that the water is moving. It's not water. Huh? It's, it's, it's some, some energy that's pushing against the water and helping it to move. Well, no, there's the a current. The is buoying, the water has buoyancy. So anything made of wood, for example, or, or something that's got air in it, will float on the water. Correct. And the, the way it propels itself is either by rowing or with a motor. Or no, no, no. But again, whatever. again, yeah, but again, again you're, you're, uh, you're ahead of the time sort of thing. Back in the, back in the days, they, didn't, they weren't even that sophisticated. They relied on the current. Not necessarily. They could have had a rope. They could have had a rope. To, they could have had a rope on the front, and once it's in the water, it's easier to manoeuvre because it's buoyed by the water. And you, all you have to do is have much less effort. I mean, that's mathematics for you. It's much less effort. No, yeah, I think to, it, to pull to pull a, they a, a may, boat they, ten times. The they size may of have the, had. They may have had. They may have had. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, oars, and they may have used the wind with the with sails. But they, that's all they had. That's clear. They didn't have a, you know, a, what do you call it? A you know, like on the, on the canals, they used yeah, to have people pulling them. Horse. Horse. All right, a horse. But you could, humans could have done it as well. Yeah, you could have a half a dozen slaves pulling, pulling the boat along the canal. I mean, it's not the water that's propelling it, it's the current power. That's what I'm trying to say. Correct. If in that case, you may be right again. But that's not what we're talking about. Why not? Because we're talking about a ship here. Well, <coughs> we're talking about a ship which is in the ocean it's not going to be pulled oh, okay. along yeah yeah okay but you can row then or you can huh? sail okay. so again but the icker thing is it's the, it's the, you're right they're, they're using other other means but it's the fact that the water is is uh, is moving you know to go against the current would they have realized that I don't know okay that, that, this this is the so the toaster's toaster says again if you if the the the, the Matthias is different we can, we can I don't think it matters which way the current is going. I just think the fact that they're being buoyed in the water, they can move. However, they move. So, however, that works. If you feel it doesn't work, then we're not talking about the case you're thinking. Like Tess says in the previous Tess. So it's typical of a because a person or an animal can, can 
carrier. So far, let's assume a human being. With the next yeah, figure, the next figure is going to talk. Like we'll talk about animals soon. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that, that that's that's but, uh, this, but that, that, that's the. the so <coughs> what's the conclusion then? What does uh, Sotosis then say? Sotosis is saying because it can be bought, moved in the water. It's the, the water, water which moves, is moving. Right, the water moves it fine. So then it's it's considered uh, tethered to the ground. Is that what you're saying? And therefore, it's tethered to Never. the ground. It can't. It it's, can't not, it's, it's not. It's not so much that it's tethered. It's, it's that's not considered to be movable. Movable means that I can move the object, not right that the water can be moved. And because you said it's buoyant, so therefore it just moves along with the water. It's the water which is movable, not the ship. Then. So what difference does that make? So I'm not, I'm not it's already too big because the whole water is the size of it. Well, anything you can have, you can have a cruise line. It can be moved. To, uh, that's what you're saying is that it couldn't be physically moved by man. It's the water that's moving Correct. it because it's in the water. Correct. So if that happens, then you consider it's not movable. Is that right? And if it's not movable, then it doesn't become a tumor because. Essentially, what you're, 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 you're essentially asking is that th- there's, there's other factors why in the water it's easier to move. You've got less friction, etc. etc. Mm. There are other fa- you know, factors. Okay, I don't think Tosis doesn't sound like Tosis is getting too longish in the, you know, the, the, the physics of it, right? It's a, it's a good question, you know, because essentially I could say, okay, you know what? I could have something which is not movable on dry land, but in water I would be able to move it. Mm. Not because, because of the, the hilucha, you know, machmasamayim, unless that's what tosis means as well, you measure it on dry land. I don't know, I don't know how far you take this tosis. The pashtun tosis means it's the water, we've had this sort of thing in the first paragraph as well, it's the water which is moving. It'd be an interesting question if you've got something which is just in stagnant water, there's no current, but I can move it, as you said, I'd, I'd be able to move it because it's on water, and just the forces, you know, the friction or whatever it is which is opposing it is going to be less. It's a good question, what, what would happen there? So if you had a vessel on land that you could only move by putting it on logs or wheels, um, but it, if it didn't have those extra items to allow, it couldn't be moved because it was too heavy. You're saying then it wouldn't be a cleat? Um, I believe it is. I'm going to see even if it's moved movable by ox. I'm going to see. That's why. That's why, as I said to you, I, as far as I can see, the pshat and tosus is keeping it very simple, is it's the water which is moving. And it's just because it's sitting on top. But you've got a good question there, which is, if it's, let me see, again, if it's on, if it's on wheels, but I'm the one who's having to move it, okay, I've made it easier for myself because I put it on wheels. Again, that's just making it easier inside the physics. That's fine. But if it's literally, I'm not doing anything, it's just the current of the water which is moving it, that's not going to be any good. If putting it in the water and then I'd be able to move it by rowing, according to this, it should be all right. In which case, we'd have to say we're not talking about such ships either. The point is, if it's like sack, sack doesn't require any of these things. It doesn't require the Correct, water, correct. Just, correct. That, that, that's the Kiddush we're about to see soon. We're going to see that soon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But as I said, but the Yisodistosis is, obviously, as I said, it's a sticker idea is that Tosus learns, so you could probably think about it and take it even further, you know, sort of deeper, what's the underlying difference between Tosus and the Ritzvah. Tosus learns that that from this posture, since it doesn't mention Medras, doesn't mention Medras, therefore, the materials mentioned in this posture for Tumas Medras do not have to conform to any of the conditions mentioned in this posture. Meaning to say that for Medras, it doesn't even have to sort of get the shame Kali. You see, again, what exactly are we saying that the Metalta Molivarekon is not the defining factor to give it a shame Kali? That could be Peshat and Tosus. 
But the Ritzvah is very clear. The Ritzvah learns if it's not metalsim on a vehicle, the waters, it doesn't have a shame kli. To me, it's not shayach simas mezuz, it's like mukhobele karaka. What's Tosfus disagreeing with? Is Tosfus saying, no, it's not metalsim on a vehicle, it doesn't mean it's not a kli. We're going to see that soon, right? It doesn't mean it's not a kli, but, stop this, because there's a sarkosov. That it's, it's not makabal tumor. Well, in which case, medrus is not shaykh to that. So in which case, it will be makabal tumas medrus. But that's the makhluk between the ritzvah and the, and the, um, and tosus. The Gemara now goes on. Um, Omar Rabbi Yehud Omar Raf. Right, two, four, six lines up from the bottom of the page. Omar Rabbi Yehud Omar Raf. Lo'ilam alimna odom esatsmeh mebeis ha-medrush. A person should never withhold himself from the beis ha-medrush. Ba'afirush achas, even for one hour. So a person says, right, and I'm just reading the Gemara, there is no, but before I go, a disclaimer, there is no, if anyone thinks that anything I'm saying is uh, aimed at anyone for any reason, I'm not bichar, I'm the Gemara, okay? Lo'ilam alimna odom esatsmeh mebeis ha-medrush. A person should never withhold himself from the beis ha-medrush. Ba'afirush achas, even for one moment. Right? And other the person may say, well, look, I'm there, you know, the chance of me missing something important. I'm there 95% of the time I'm there. Yeah, but that 5% that you miss could be the crucial f- the thing. And if you miss it then, it's gone forever. That opportunity is gone. He says, why do I say that? He says, Shari, come on, because for many years, Nishnei's Mishnah, Zubavei you know this Mishnah? Which apparently uh, Mr. Israel mentions the Mishnah in Kadim. Rashi also says that. But as the Rashash says, he's not sure where this Mishnah in Kadim is. <coughs> okay? Mm. But apparently it's the Mishnah in Kadim. This Mishnah about, about this shit, I don't know, it's, you know, the, the Svina Sayyadin, the one in the Yardin. I've, I've heard it many times, but for don't discard it time, but the reason for it, why is the Svina Sayyadin, why is it not, um, why, uh, why is it, sorry, why is it Makabal Tumma? Yeah? I never knew the reason. I had a Mishnah, a ship's, a ship's not the Kabbal Tumor. So I couldn't work out. No one ever explained the reason. Until the day when Rabbi Hanina ben Akavya came along, Upirishan, he explained it. So had I not been there on that day, I would have left this world not knowing the Pshat in that Mishnah. So he says, you see here the importance every, every moment. This is, it's, it's spelled out, the, the Marashor says, we, were, we already find this idea in the first paragraph of Chagiga. Rabbi Yeshua says there, the aim base Hamedrash for a Chiddush. You know that, that, that uh, phrase? What up is that? Huh? What up in Chagiga? It's towards the side, remember, it's there on the, uh, they may even tell you here where it is. It's the bottom of the, I think it's on. I just want to know if we reached it or not, because I don't know. It doesn't matter. Not to worry. I've learned it. I don't remember it. But you mentioned it. Huh? You mentioned it. Well, the the the, the, the bottom is people say, "Oh, I've already learned that, right?" Let's do something new. So they say, "In there will always be some, something, uh, something new there, right?" Um, I really must be here. Yeah, it's, it's right at the beginning. Give me all the other. So, um, yeah, so he says the Marashal, so what's Rav coming to add? So here you go. What's he coming to say? He's coming to say over here that even something, um, yeah. You may say, means fine, so, so I, go, I, go, I go to a shir. Even if I've heard everything in the shir, you'll always, there'll be something you, something you missed, right? 
they say they say Rabbi Chana Basman, right? Sech Tzadik of He used to go every year. He used to go. He was very, you know, the Chovetz Chaim was Kedush Kadoshim by him, right? As he should be by anyone for that matter. But Rabbi Chana appreciated him. He used to go back, even though when he was Rosh Hashim and Baranovich, he used to go back for around the time of of the the Omenoroi. And he used to sit there, Mamash like a Tama, listening to the, the Chovetz Chaim. He used to give a drosha around, you know, around the Omenoroi time. And somebody, somebody once said to him, like, well, why are you so in this spoil? The Chovetz Chaim said exactly the same last year. So Rabbi Chana looked at him and he said, is that the same? You didn't notice the words he added this year? Literally, it was either the word or the way he said it was slightly, right? Rabbi Chana was transfixed. He said, but that, that extra kanach was something, uh, right? So there's, there's, there's a musug of, yeah, from a shir you'll learn something new. Says the Marashot, <coughs> here, here there's an added dimension. Even if there's no new, new, uh, new topic, it could be the same Mishnah. But suddenly, now today, you'll, 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 you'll learn the reason for it. Right? That's, that, that's the, in other words, it's not the klal we're changing, it's the prat. means if you've got from a whole shit, there'll always be something. Somebody will ask a question, something new. Right? Or here, we're saying, even if the subject is exactly the same, nothing has changed in the klal, the content is exactly the same. Or but the, the, uh, the, that Mishnah, which you've always heard many times, no, today you'll learn, you'll learn, you'll learn the reason for it. And so, so we, when we did this in the Shia, I don't know how many years ago, it was uh, two, three years ago, whenever we did this, it was also the same sort of time of the year, I can tell from the, from the subject matter. So I, I said over the time, uh, something I'd heard from, from uh, Diane Troy that he, he, I assume heard directly, but he said, Rav, Rav Dessler, Rav Dessler used to say, he says, you, you know, we say with, with Rivka, Rivka and Yitzchok, so we say that uh, whose tefillah was answered, Rivko or Yitzchok? So everyone says, on the contrary, it should be the opposite, no? Rivko's more impressive. It's very nice if you're born into a family of a Tzadik ben Tzadik. So he says, that's not the vorto here. Rodesla said, Pshat is not, we're not comparing who's greater, who's more impressive. It's, it's a Matthias in the tefillah. Why? He says, because think about it. For Rivka, every day had to be something new. Because every day she's having to battle, go against the tide. She's not born into a family where she just receives everything. It's where it's Atikta, what they call Atikta. It's just old. Right? Everything is new by her. It's all exciting. Because it's all new, uh, you know, territory for her. For, for Yitzchok, however, it's all just given to him on a plate. It's old-fashioned, as they say. It's much harder to give it vibrancy to make it something what we call, you know, not just the, the old, to make it new, this chachas. Therefore Yitzchok, his whole youth growing up in the house of Avram, yeah, he had to formulate that ability to take what has already been established and still make something new out of it. Not just to take what Avram gives him. To formulate his own, to take it and make something new out of it, right? Make it alive, as we'll see in a second. So Mimeda, when it comes to this, where they're davening day in, day out for this child, for Rivka, you can imagine after months of davening, the davening becomes what they call stale. It's just the same davening a day in, day out. No matter how great she is, but the tefillah will be our TikTok. Yitzchok, however, his tefillah, no two tefillahs are going to be the same. Because he developed this ability that even something which is just repeating the same thing again, 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 no two same tefillahs will be the same. He had that ability to take what I've already done and still give it that, that frish kite, that, uh, that, that uh, freshness. So Mimeda, in tefillahs, Tzadik ben Tzadik, it's Philas Tzadik ben Rosha. It's it's uh, it's just a Matthias, not that, that Yitzchok is greater. That's not what we're comparing. 
And by the, by the same token, I think I've said this before, but it's Kedai to mention again, is Rav Shach. Yeah? Rav Shach used to, somebody once asked him, why did he expend so much effort in preparing the shir? You've got notes, just take out your notes. And, you know, it's pretty good the first time. It'll be, people will be quite happy to hear it again. So he said, he answered like this, he said, the truth is, but Emma's what I'm, the fact that I'm giving over my own, uh, my own uh, shiurim here, that's better is, is a bit of a chutzpah. You know, we ask a kasha, the Bikimega's already dealt with the kasha, the Ketos already are, and here I'm giving you my mahalich, it's a bit of a chutzpah, right? He said, but I've got one mahalich over there, and that is, their Torah is, so to speak, dead Torah. They're in the grave. Yeah, we know so to so they it's back there, but am I said, they're not, they're, it's not a lie, because they're not here in person. It's something of the past. Whereas I, I'm living in the sugya. So it's living. He says, but that's only if I'm literally living in the sugya. I'm learning the sugya anew and I'm without fresh guy. He says, if I just take out my notes, I'm, I've got no Milo over, over the Ketos and Rebiki Vega. It's also in the grave, so to speak. It's been filed away. So I'm just repeating it. He says, in which case then I've got no right to say, say over my own, uh, my own uh, thing. So that's the, the, uh, the idea over here. You've got to take the Atikta and create something new from it. That's the, uh, that's message number one. Here's message number two. Um, a person should never withhold himself from the base time edish from the Dibre Torah and from um, and from Dibre Torah. Be afidu b'shas misa even at the time of death. Shenem as it says, zos haTorah autumn kiyomus boehel. This is the Torah literally a man when he will die in a tent. Meaning to say, afidu b'shas misa even at the time of death. Tehei osik b'Torah a person should be osik in Torah. Right. So the Marashal says, what's the Afidu here? Is the Afidu going on the Beis Hamedosh? Or is the Afidu going on Dibre Torah? No. Afidu refers to that it's just at that moment. I realize, but is it saying even Bishas Misa, Adim Na Atma in the Beis Hamedosh? Or Midibre Torah? No, it should be involved with Dibre Torah. Metis is not that that crucial to it. The last part says I'm going to about Torah. Yeah, yeah it does He says it's just the Matthias. He says you can't expect somebody who's dying on a deathbed to be in the base of Medrash. Okay. So he says I thought it's going on to be Torah, right? As the 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 Maral says, the the being because he says a person. What's the harm in not so? You know, there should be different. He says because look, when a person is preparing for the transition from this world to the next, he's leaving the Olam Gashmi. So in which case, at that point, a person accepts, the re- most people at least accept the reality that their money is not going with them, etc., etc. Gashmir says, say bye-bye. He says, the, but the one thing you don't have to say bye-bye to is Torah, because Torah is, is a double sikhli, and therefore on the contrary. Now we're getting an even stronger connection to it, so that's the one thing don't let go of, Bishas Misa, because that's the one thing that a person can take with them, so keep holding on to that all the way through to the end. They say that Rabbi Cheskel Zana, Right, the Rosh Hashiva of, uh, of Hebron says he was lying on his deathbed. He was going, I mean, I don't know if his mama's deathbed, but at the end of his life, he's, you know, he's in all the pain, etc. And he was, sitting, he was lying there, he was saying, uh, apple, bore periho eats, potato, bore periho adoma, and uh, I don't know, uh, uh, orange juice, shark on the other door. Somebody said to him, you know, what are you doing? I thought maybe something's going a little bit. He said, Da'afilu bishas misa. He said, I can no longer learn Gomorrah. Not even, you know, Bikias wise, I can't even learn Chumash anymore. 
but I've got to find something I can do. So no, to go through food and say that brokers, that's also terror. So that, at least, that much, uh, he says, I can, I can do. Omar Rish Lokesh. So then Rish Lokesh says, Ain't Divrei Teru Miskaimin, Elo B'mishim Emes Atzmer Adel. Divrei Teru will only have Kiyom, will only be retained by somebody who literally kills himself over it. Shanam says, Zos HaTeru Adom Kiyomos Ba'el. This is the Teru of the man who will die in the tent. Now again, this clearly doesn't mean that a person should commit suicide over Teru. Right? So what does it mean that a person should, uh, a person should kill himself over Teru? So the Maharal says, to be honest, I don't need the Maharal for this, it should be obvious, is what, what is Misa? Misa means that the body, the physical parameters are removed, and the Shoma is now free. When a person sits down to learn, there I say it, I think, you know, to a large extent, I hear this from a lot of people, is I think one of the biggest uh, difficulties is the, you know, the Gashmius is the phone, right? Switch off their phone, exactly, is that the, the physical ties and parameters, meetings, etc., is one hour to put that away, right? He, the Maral doesn't say that, by the way, right? He just says that a person has to cut himself off. That's what it means. Odom kiyomus It doesn't mean kill oneself. Yeah. It means get rid of all Gashmir's ties, and only then the Torah is not something which has uh, is tangible. It's not. It's not physical. Physical things are finite. Things which are not physical potentially can be infinite, as long as they have room to get in there. If a person keeps the mitzorim in place, the, the con, you know, the confines in place, then constraints, whatever, right? Then they won't, they won't, they won't, they won't, it, won't it won't be retained. That's, he says that's what it means, b'misha, memis, atzma, adal. Do I, when it, when it, when it says, ain't the return of this kind, which are not retained, is it, is that, is that referring that you don't forget it? And if you don't forget it, it means that you're, Memory is retaining it. Yeah. Does that mean, therefore, that when you exert yourself in this way, without physical desire, you're gonna, your memory is going to improve? Is that what it's trying to for say? Torah, for Torah. You, you see this. There are, there are good they testify this. They can't, they can't remember their own phone number and things like that, but tomorrow's they never forget. That's what I'm saying. The people who know uh, those, uh, those um, famous Rabbonim in the past who, who've learnt all of Shas and their postman mm-hmm. and everything up and can quote it, it's because of this, they, you, you think? I mean, they don't necessarily have the memories, but because of the effort are, they put are, into it... They're... Correct. There are, there are different... Some of them say it's because they say after you've expended so much effort on it, it would be chaval to then forget it, right? Some of them, there's different... Other Gedenim have said, you know, no one knows when they're going to depart from this world. They said it's embarrassing enough that I can't remember what I learned a week ago. But when they asked me in Shemaim, do you remember what you learned uh, just a few minutes ago? That's going to be even more embarrassing. So every moment... I'm committing it to memory. I'm going over and over to make sure I don't lose that. And if a person lives their whole life like that, then everything is get, gets committed to memory because any they said about Big Demir was like that. He used to come. In, he used to come into a simcha of his own family. I mean, I, not his own son, but you know, his grandchildren. He used to come in with a coat over his over his arm, and uh, he used to he used to say, uh, you know, I can't stay for long. I've got you know, I've got a fahir tomorrow. You know, I've got to prepare for a fahir. They said, oh, what fire? He said, fire, the big fire in Shamayim. No one ever knows. I've got a, my whole life I'm preparing for this, uh, this fire. So there is that as well. They say what's important to a person, a person will never forget. 
They give a Moshe, you know, somebody who was there at the Queen's coronation. So every little detail is, is etched into their memory. So again, it depends on the Hashivas. There are the different <coughs> theories exactly how, how uh, and then obviously some people do, do they are blessed with, uh, with a good memory. But according to this, the Maharal is saying, yes, that the more a person is able to disconnect, is... Um, I mean, look, you, you, you see it, I mean, as I say, you, you don't have to look at the Jewish sources for this. They say today that one of, one of the reasons why children's attention span is, is so short is because of computer games and these sort of things. The more a person is attached to the, to the technology, etc., it, it does affect a person's uh, mind. That's, that's for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, I've just always wondered how these Kadodan manage it's to. It's Kazora as well. It's Kazora as well. Is he, is he because they've got this phenomenal memory? Some of them, they, yes. They're born with it, or is it. Some, some have, of them, so yes. Some stories go, they've exerted so much effort into it that they remember it. And that, 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 that attitude, that, that position, I couldn't quite. Uh, there's, there's, there's Yesh for Yesh. Yesh for Yesh. There are, there are, look, the, 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 the Gemara says in the Gila. It says when it comes to, to, to retention, it says that that's siyata dishmai. It says when it comes to understanding something, that there's no excuse to say, oh, I've worked and I didn't understand, you haven't worked enough. But when it comes to, uh, to retention of the, of the sukkah, that's siyata dishmai. Mm-hmm. Yeah? We've, we've all come across individuals who are focused on, on quite mundane subjects. And, and, and they're, because they're so focused and they're so intent, it's, Football, cricket, the headlines, or whatever, and, that, and they that is, are that, able to retain ridiculous information correct, correct. because they're yeah. focused. Correct. That is that, that's, that's, what some, that, that's, that's what some that's that's what some said when when they were asked about it. They said, you know, if if, it me, if it's that important to you, you won't, you won't forget you won't forget that sort of thing. Yeah, but um, I mean, they they, they they say with one of this, I I think it was Rabbi Aaron Kotler, right? I think it was Rabbi Aaron Kotler. Somebody once asked him for his phone number. Baron Kotler was a genius of geniuses, and he was he was you know he was struggling, struggling, and finally he was able to he was, is that is that he managed to get it out. He was like sort of quite excited that he would remembered his 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 uh, phone number. So apparently, his Robertson, she made a comment, she, something to the effect of you know, uh, like, what a waste, right? That bit of memory could have been used for you know for for more learning. No, no, because they they say I think it's this story. They say that she regretted after that because I, I believe it may have been Rebbe Hyman. He was the he was the Rob in in um, Terrible Times. No, 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 Rebbe Hyman in in um, Bite the Gun. He was a, he was one one of the few Tommy of, of Rabbi and Kotler who actually really understood the Shura, right? It was the Rob of the the Grot, right? The basically the Sagrot there, and um, and they. I think it was him, but one of the Talmidim, They say when they were about to take leave, Ben Azman or whatever it was. So they sort of pulled back the curtain, because apparently Rebaran was behind some curtain, and the Rebbeson was, was crying away there. She'd been crying for like half an hour, begging his, you know, Mechida for having uh, said that, uh, you know, to Rebaran. She, you know, she regretted making that comment afterwards. Right? Something, I mean, that shows the godless of the Rebbeson as well, right? It's, uh, I'm sure Rebaran had no hakbodah whatsoever. But, um, yesh for yesh, there's a, what, what did just occur to me, by the way, is, it's, you know, Odom Kiyomus Ba'ayel. Is to a large extent, this is perhaps just something we can be emotive, the, the Ramban says in Pashas Akharemos, he says that the Aristotle, Aristotle used to say, if you go out into a, he says anything the eye can't see, and the mind can't, can't quite uh, get, it just doesn't exist. 
Oh, they viewed the human mind was the, was the epoch, that was the ultimate. So, as I, as I always, you know, often like to put it, so that means, can you imagine Aristotle in his times going out on a, with the most perfect nights, perfect uh, conditions, he'd look up at the sky, and if he's able, with his genius of a mind, he was able to count the stars, he'd be able to count two and a half thousand stars, which is what I'm told is the uh, maximum on, on an absolute perfect night, that's what the naked eye would be able to see, theoretically. Nope. However many hundreds of years later, Galileo comes along with his uh, very, very basic telescope and suddenly they discover, you know what, Aristotle, there's a lot more, because you said there's only two and a half, if you can't see more than two and a half thousand, it doesn't exist. The world, it can't, it can't be the one, the human mind can't, can't see, can't exist. But suddenly you discover there's another however many thousand or ten thousand, tens of thousands. And as the telescope gets more and more, you know, progresses more and more, suddenly they discover all these galaxies and all these billions and trillions of stars, etc., etc., so how did Chazal know then? The Gemara Brothers already gives us the number of stars. And slowly, I think more that they're coming round uh, this the last few years, the number which they finally they think they've got it is more or less is what Chazal already said. So how did Chazal know it? The answer is exactly, is exactly this. The answer is we have a Masoba. It's not shut the Chachon were able to see and count the stars. We have a Masoba. Meaning to say that the, the minute a person, you see, if, if you're Aristotle, the, the Maharal says the difference between, because we say, if, if, if they say there's Chochmah amongst the Goyim, right, Tamim, because you find it by, by the Yvonne. So Maharal says, what's the difference between their Chochmah, their philosophy, and Kibiyachal, the philosophy of Torah? He says, there's this Chochmah of the Loi Elokis, it doesn't have Elokis in it, Godliness, and as does. But that is a world of difference, because something which doesn't have Elokis in it, it's finite. It's according to what the mind can fathom, and that's it. Whereas we, on the contrary, we understand there's so much more. So once a person is mavatel, his his guf, his physical uh, uh, limiting factors, then a person is able to to link back all the way to Sinai, ultimately to Hakadosh Baruch We have a mesorah for these sort of things, and that ha- obviously has a lot to do with with Hanukkah because it's like this Kislev, yeah, in the month of Kislev. So Lamed Vov thirty six is the number of creases there are. Koris is when a person is cut off. Naturally, a human being is cut off from from these things. You're limited. But kislev means when there's a case, there's a kise, when there's a makor, when a person understands that we are, we're sitting on, we've got a rich legacy dating all the way back, then suddenly the kis, kislev is the Lamed Vov, is the 36, instead of being Croesus, it's the 36 lights of the Mesetas, we know there's 36 Mesetas and Shas, that's why we like, well not why, but that's, they, they say it's uh, Remus in the 36 lights of Hanukkah, over Hanukkah, and then obviously, there's, there's, there's all that much more to it. And if you didn't realise, oh yeah, it's going to actually 36 as well. Yeah, that's what we got to it. Right, that was the point of those. Just so it occurred to me as I was reading. So there you, there, so there you have it. Um, i tell you what, I'm, I think perhaps leave it there. Uh, because the next sugya is... Uh, I mean, not the next sugya. We'll continue about the next We'll see about Hananya. He'll address this question people have been asking about what is considered to be movable. Does that have to be by human being or can it even be by animals and things like that? Good luck.